The United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime says that global cocaine production has jumped to record levels over the past two years. So let's have a look at some of the findings. Well, the report found that coca cultivation in South America rose by 35% between 2021 and 2022. Apologies, just a sip of water. Now, it also found that more people are using the drug in Africa and Asia, as well as in traditional markets like Europe and the Americas. The past decade has seen new hubs for cocaine trafficking emerge in West and Central Africa. And the use of crack cocaine is on an upward trend in a number of Western European countries, including the UK, Belgium, France and also Spain. And staying in Europe and the Belgian port city of Antwerp, which has overtaken the Dutch city of Rotterdam as the main entry point for cocaine into Europe. Last year, a record 110 tonnes were seized in Antwerp, and the incinerators used by Belgium Customs to burn the seized cocaine couldn't keep up with demand. Well, Christian van der Weyen is the head of Belgium Customs. It's, it's, it's a used problem, and not only when it comes to the seizures as such, but also the violence. Last year, we experienced an increase in violence in the city of Antwerp. There have been shooting, there have been grenades, but also there's been an attempt for, of kidnapping of our Ministry of Justice. So the situation in Belgium, when it comes to the import of cocaine, is getting pretty serious. Well, the impacts of cocaine on communities are wide-ranging. Pastor Mick Fleming is a reformed drug addict and he's a former dealer turned founder of the church in the street in Burnley in Lancashire here in the UK. This is his take on this. No, I'm not surprised. So I think the, the most disturbing and alarming thing I'm seeing with the widespread use is the level of mental health that it's causing. So let's cross over to Ontario, where we can speak to Jason Eli from the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organised Crime. What's your understanding behind why the numbers, why this, the numbers are rising so high, according to this UN report? Well, I think the first thing that we really should take out of this is that any report that indicates we're at record levels of cocaine use, cultivation of coca, um, uh, uh, production of cocaine at the same time as near record levels of seizures and eradication, we've got to start asking ourselves, what are we doing wrong? The current strategy, our current approach to respond to this particular drug is not working. So what are we doing wrong? <laughs> I think, that's, I think that's, a, that's a good question. I think focusing a lot of the efforts on uh, targeting small level users, on uh, focusing on eradicating crops with aerial spraying and, and other such elements are are missing, I think, the wider element. And the element here is that you've got an extraordinary number of organized criminal groups that are involved in moving cocaine around the world simply because there's a massive amount of profit available to be made. So where should authorities then be targeting their, their initiatives and, and in terms of the, the bigger drug gangs the at source? What do you think? Well, I think there are a couple of things that we need to consider. First, uh, I think globally, uh, and, I'm, and we're speaking now when uh, countries are meeting in Vienna at the Commission on Narcotic Drugs to talk about the issue of drug policy around the world. I think we really need to consider 
the response that, that has been designed and taken so far and look at alternatives. There have been billions and billions of dollars spent. There have been hundreds of thousands of arrests, thousands of seizures, and yet today we're still looking at a situation where things continue to get worse. So we perhaps have to reconsider that particular approach and look at alternatives. And there are some countries around the world that are that are uh, looking at alternatives, Canada being one, which last month started a, a program where they decriminalized certain amounts of drugs, and they accompanied that with greater investments into mental health, homelessness, and other f factors around social vulnerability. So I think we need to to try and understand the market more than we really do in order to, to better respond to it. I would add also that from the side of, of the organized criminal groups, arresting people, arresting kinkins doesn't work. They're easily replaced. Individuals are replaced, groups are replaced. Where they need to be targeted is at the core of their business, which is money. And there are far too, far too few countries around the world that have the measures in place and uh, the, the willingness and initiative to really tackle the financial side of the drug trade, seizing assets, seizing money, and pursuing those people, those corrupted individuals and institutions that are allowing this to continue forward. Jason Eli uh, from the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime, thank you.